0: What is up everyone? How's it going? This is Daniel Francis and in this episode, I'm going to be discussing the power of selling, the power of sales and hopefully by the end of this podcast episode specifically, um, I really want to maybe change the way you define the word selling or sales in your mind. I think a lot of people um, think it's a dirty word or it's a bad word or Um, If you're a salesman, you're like, you know, this greasy used car salesman. Um, And and I really want you to understand that, you know, this is a a skill, whether it's negotiation or whether it's selling or whether it's, you know, getting someone to see an idea the way you see it, Uh, this is extremely powerful, especially if you stutter, if you stammer, if you are Uh, you know, you lack the confidence with your words and your communication, this is going to be a really powerful episode. So I'm going to cue the intro and I'll see you on the show. Peace.
1: So the big question is this, how do we overcome stuttering without years of speech therapy, expensive ear devices or old school methods that don't really work in the real world? And how do we master our stutter so we can become the confident and fluent speakers we all deserve to be? That is the question, and this is the podcast that will give you the answer. My name is Daniel Francis, and welcome to the Master Your Stutter podcast.
0: So, let's just get into it. Um... You know, selling to me, and this is you know my personal uh, definition, which is taking an idea and explaining it into words, and then getting the other person hearing the idea to make a decision on doing it. So, for example, um, when I was in my sales job, I sold uh, telecommunication products, which was you know internet, TV, or home phone. And my job was to get someone or quote-unquote to sell someone to switch to the company that I was working with. So for example, in Ontario, uh, Canada, we have two main telecommunication companies in the area that I was selling in, and it was Bell, and then the other company was Kojiko. And I worked for a company called Kojiko. And again, we sold internet, TV, and home phone, and when I would go door-to-door, um, You know, my job, if you want to see, or my role was to find someone who, you know, paid the bills and was, quote unquote, the decision maker. And I would, I would ask them and I would say, hey, so, you know, this is who I am, blah, blah, blah. This is kind of what we're doing in the area. Um, So, you know, who takes care of the bills? Perfect. John. Awesome. Um, Who are you guys with right now? And John would go, well, I'm with Bell. And I would say, cool, John. And what do you guys have right now with Bell? You have internet, TV, and home phone. Awesome. What do you guys roughly pay in a month? Great. What's your internet speed? Awesome. What cable package you guys have? What home phone plan? Blah, blah, blah. And I would say, perfect, John. So, well, what I usually do is I do what's called a comparison. So I kind of see what you guys have right now and I'll show you what it would look like if you were to switch. And John would say, sure, come on, come on, show me. It doesn't hurt. And then by the end of it, I would say, okay, so this is what you're paying. This is what you're getting. If you were to switch, this is all the things that you would get faster internet, you know, the same home phone number, uh, all the, all the TV channels, maybe a couple more, maybe a couple less, and this would be the rate. And most of the time, just the way the telecommunication, um, you know, uh, community or telecommunication industry, sorry, would work is usually when you switch to a different provider, you get a better rate. Um, so I would say, yeah. So this is what you're paying. You're paying 212 bucks a month with tax. If you were to switch over, you would get a, a rate of I don't know 150 bucks a month with tax uh, for two years, and then after two years, it goes up to the full rate, which is roughly what you're paying 200 bucks. Let's just say, for example, right. And then John would come to a decision of saying, okay, so do I continue staying with my company or do I make a decision of switching? And do I save whatever, 50, 60 bucks a month? And as a salesman, quote unquote, it was my job to get John to understand the the logics behind it. I'm understanding why he would want to do it and actually make a change in his life. And, you know, um, a, a good chunk of the time, I would usually make enough enough sense and get someone to be emotionally involved into the discussion for someone to make a decision. And then John would switch. He would say, sure, let's do it. Perfect. He'd say 50 bucks a month, 600 bucks a year, blah, 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 blah. To me, that's what a sale is, is getting someone to understand where they're currently at and where they want to get to, and then getting someone to make a decision. That's on a, if you want to say a business front or a, I don't know, a, uh, yeah, whatever, like on a business sense, right? But then you you flip it to a more personal sense, which is, you know, you have someone and, you know, say you're a boy and you like a girl and you really like her and you think she's attractive or whatever the case is, and you want to go on a date with her or you want to grab her number. You got to make a sale in a sense of, hey, um, you got to go up to her, Right. And you know, you know, kind of <laughs> almost like you're selling telecommunication, but you're basically saying, "This is who I am. My name is Daniel. Blah blah blah. This is what I do. You know, whatever, right?" Without sounding awkward, and saying, "Hey, I really think you're cool. Do you my do you mind if I can get your number, or do you mind, or do you want to go on? Do you want to do this again?" And and if she says yes, then you've made a sale. You know, if it's um, you know, and it can go into many different ways. You know, if you're with your friends and you want to all go watch a movie. And you're convincing them to watch this movie over a different movie. That's a sale. If you're going into a job interview and you're saying, "Hey, you know, this is who I am. This is what I do. This is my experience. This is why you need to hire me." And the person who hires you, you've sold that person. Um, you know, whatever the case is, going to a bank to buy a home, whether it's you know meeting, you know, you know your girlfriend's parents, you're making a sale. So everything, and I want you to really get this. Everything is a sale. You are basically getting, you know, the intention, the words, the ideas across, and getting the other person to understand that, and to believe it, and to make a decision for it. So, you know, if you're like, I'm going to make a, you know, I hate the word to use sale because it, it it correlates with it, but not exactly. You know, I want, you know, by the end of going over to, you know, for example, my girlfriend's parents' house, I want them to like me and, you know, respect me. And by the end of it, you know, uh, you're driving home and, you know, you tell your girlfriend, Hey, that was, that was an awesome time. And, you know, for your girlfriend to say, Hey, my parents really like you. They really appreciate you. And I'm so glad to have you in my life. That is a sale right there. It doesn't just have to be money wise, And when you start to get this, you start to say, okay, well, in order to get my way in life or in order to, you know, get what I want, um, I have to learn this skill. And if you stutter or if you are, uh, You know, not confident with your speech, you really got to perfect this skill. And this, this can go to this, you know, you can do many different things, but you know, like this is why the power of getting outside of your comfort zone, you know, going up to strangers, you know, phone calls um, you know, reading and learning about selling and persuading and negotiating. This is all forms of improving your ability to communicate. And if you want to communicate better, you know, personally, if you ask me, when I see someone who isn't, um, a great communicator, I just see someone who isn't a really good salesman. You know, they don't know how to sell their words so that what happens, they get really insecure about their words, about what they want to say. They don't want to mess up. They feel like they're going to be judged or what's a great communicator they're confident in what they say there's no expectations they say what they want and they share and they're not overthinking every single word they say and this is the real power whereas if you want to become a better communicator you got to learn how to sell so that's why for myself going through my public speaking journey and my sales journey is what really helped me overcome my stutter. And as I grew older, it wasn't my stutter that was holding me back. It was the inability for me to, to sell my words to others, to get someone when I when I want to say a story for someone to actually listen to me. Uh, when I want to have friends and just just being completely me and I was just selling with my words. And now I'm at a point of like, I don't have that expectation anymore. Of if this is this person going to accept me? I hope they like me. Like I'm not in that phase anymore. I'm in a phase of this is who I am. This is Daniel. Um, If someone judges me because of my stutter, that's their problem. If they think or judging me in any other way, that's that's like obviously I'm going to work on me and be like, okay, how can I improve? Yes, but the flip side is I'm not holding this. Idea of like oh you know like what am I doing wrong oh my God you know people don't like me people don't accept me I'm not a good communicator like that's just not in my mind anymore um, and this all came from my ability to sell and this is what I did you know like I've, if you know anybody anything about my s- story I- I've probably knocked on a hundred thousand plus doors cold doors someone who didn't know me didn 't know that I was going to show up, and I would have conversations upon conversations like forty fifty thousand conversations right I would be inside ten thousand plus homes, fifteen thousand twenty thousand plus homes, and I would have conversations with different people and different personalities and what that did for me is it crafted me into becoming a confident speaker and if you 're listening to this right now, and if you want to better your speech, find roles where you can speak more you want to get rejected you know rejection. Is what has allowed me to mature, you know, so quick, right? It's allowed me to be who I am right now at an age of twenty eight. But I don't feel twenty eight. I feel like I'm fifty at times. Obviously, there's other times where I'm twelve years old. But for the most part, um, you know, I, on a maturity level and a mindset level and a knowledge level and a wisdom level and a social level, um, you know, um, I'm, I'm mature from for my age. I have confidence that maybe not a lot of twenty eight year olds have. Um and I had this you know this confidence at 25 as well but it all came from my journey of understanding how to sell putting myself in situations where I had to tell my ideas and what I did personally and this is obviously not not everyone can do this and should do this but I put myself in a position where I was on full commission and if you guys don't know what that is it's if I did not make a sale quote unquote if I did not get John to say hey I want to switch to your internet provider I did not make a paycheck. I did not make any money. I did not have any money for food. I did not have any any money for rent. And I did that on purpose. I did that because I am there to grow myself. And if you're listening and you know if you want to grow yourself it's just it doesn't come from listening to every podcast or every YouTube video or reading every book. this comes from doing the work from communicating from talking, from just saying hey i'm going to go up and try to sell my idea to someone i'm going to go out there and try to i don't know it's 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 again it's a form of convincing someone or persuading someone this is the real power so I really hope you're getting this to become A great communicator you got to know how to sell not just in a business sense where you're selling internet or you're selling a car or you're selling a house as a real estate agent no you're selling someone to go on a date with you you're selling the parents to like you you're selling someone to hire you as an interview and, and owning that right like owning it and saying like i want to learn how to sell and that's what i did and then you know as i worked in my job or career, you know, that's on top of that, I bought courses, I bought programs, like I've, like, if you're listening right now, I've probably spent close to $100,000 in programs, whether it's on my development, on my psychology, on my mentality, it wasn't just free little, you know, PDFs or free books, not saying that that's bad. But for me, the real growth came from doing the work. And then putting my money to better myself. And I did this cycle for so long and that's how I grew so quickly. I didn't just like go out there and knock doors and just cross my fingers every day. No, I, I spent the money. I did the work to get better. And as the years and years and years and years progressed, you know, I can confidently say I have controlled my stutter to a whole new degree that I couldn't fathom when I was 20 years old. I couldn't fathom when I was 17 years old. I couldn't fathom when I was highly insecure and depressed. So I hope this isn't inspiring you in some sense of like, you know, if I can do it, then you can do it as well. But you got to, you know, tell yourself, like, I need to learn how to sell. And there's so many books. Like, you can just go on Amazon, you can go to your, I guess, local bookstore, I guess COVID, you can't really go to too many bookstores right now. But I would make this commitment of to become a better communicator. I got to learn how to sell. Um, and this is this is also what I teach within my within my program with my clients. I have a whole video set on selling, on the basics of selling, of what makes a good salesperson, what gets someone, what makes someone to um, enunciate their words and put their words in a certain way. Uh, in a in a psychological way for someone to understand and agree with them and see their point of view, right? That's that's what selling is. You're, for someone to see your point of view and to actually listen to it and then to actually make a decision to be like, yes, that makes sense. So again, hope you're getting a lot out of this episode. Learn how to sell. When I see someone who isn't a good communicator, they stutter or they stammer, whatever the case is. Like everyone stutters and stammers, but what is your ability to to convince someone of your words, right? And if you're really doubting everything you say, you're not going to be a good salesman, right? A good salesman or someone who is, a good business owner, someone who's a great professional, someone who's a great accountant, someone who's a great parent, they're great they're 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 good communicators and you can say the opposite. A bad parent isn't a good communicator. A bad accountant is not a good communicator. They don't know how to sell what they do and get someone who um can understand what they do for, you know, the the importance of listening and understanding and taking action on what they say. So I hope that makes sense. Stop making your whole life revolved around stuttering. Oh my God, I, I blocking all these words. That's why I'm... No, no, no. That's not why you're a back communicator. You're a back communicator because you don't know how to sell your words. So make that commitment to yourself. Make a strong, firm commitment that I will better my sales ability. I will understand what is needed. I will go get the help. Whether it's free, whether it costs me money, it doesn't matter. I'm going to do whatever the case. I'm going to do whatever it takes Make that happen and watch your whole world change around you when you learn the skill. So with that being said, my name is Daniel Francis. If you haven't seen my training yet, I don't know what you're doing. Uh, go to MasterYourStutter.com. Love to see you want to call. Uh, I'm always excited to see who books a call with my office to underst- I-, I love people's stories and journeys and who they are and where they want to go. So if you haven't booked a call, go to MasterStutter.com. Go watch, you know, my free training on how public speaking really helped me overcome my lifelong stutter. So if you struggle with speech, I'm telling you there is an answer. The the, the wrong answer is to not do anything about it and just you know continue on with your life. The right answer. Is start making decisions to move forward. You know, go, go to www.masteryourstutter.com. Go watch the thirty minute uh, training. Go book a call. Go fill out an application. Get serious for the change. And whatever financial situation you're in, whatever you know, whatever is happening in your life, I'm telling you, um, if you don't change something in your life, you're just going to keep getting what you've been always getting, right? So go make decisions. Go start moving. And I hope you guys get this. So again. My name is Daniel Francis. I'm the creator of the Master Stutter program. Hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll see you in the next show. Peace.
1: Hey everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Now, I don't know if you've seen my free training or not, but you definitely want to check it out. I share my three secrets on how to overcome stuttering and be a confident speaker. So hop on over to MasterYourStutter.com and be sure to watch the training. After the training, you will qualify for a free strategy session with me over the phone. You don't want to miss this. So thank you again and see you on the next show.